Well, big week in football, as Megahead fucking Maguire always says. Correct. How was your weekend? Oh, I've had better weekends, Lukey. Is, uh, is, that a sh- is that a shock to you? Well, if you're just talking because the Crows had a bit of a thumping from the lowly Gold Coast, then there's been worse things that have happened. What are Speak they? to an Essen supporter <laughs> or a Melbourne supporter. You've waited all week to watch them play. Oh, how good's this? Oh, oh no, they're not playing because of. I don't a reckon too many Melbourne supporters would have been all that, all that uh, unhappy about not seeing them lose. Oh, get <laughs> They uh, they're going to have to make that up somehow. But and talking about making it up somehow, everyone fucking talking about uh, or. Melbourne should be awarded the points, all that oh. bullshit. It's like, I'm pretty the sure... Been, the game's been postponed. It wasn't cancelled. I'm pretty sure 18 clubs agreed on what the how we were going to make up games, and that's why we've got shortened quarters. So if there are, are games required to be made up, did, we can that, do it. Didn't all that talk just go... <laughs> <laughs> they've been shit-canning it. Oh, they need to change it. This 16 minutes is bullshit. Yeah, but now the we've lost the game. The and moment of Connor, Connor McKenna had a uh, allegedly, <laughs> we can use that word now, allegedly yeah. Maybe there's a few test. other people in the country that should have been using the word allegedly rather than just going off half-cocked. Oh, mate. <laughs> I've never seen a, a lynch mob just come after poor Connor. Um, the moment he tested positive, the theories came absolutely Allegedly flooding. tested positive. Uh, allegedly tested positive. <laughs> Sorry, he had a, an abnormality to start with. Um, but today, the news broke that he's now tested negative. So, if so he, he's either got the quickest bout of COVID. And good old Mickey Warner going on Twitter. Yeah. As, um, free of, free <laughs> of uh, COVID after two days. He's like, this is the quickest well, case of COVID we've ever seen. But the media instantly certain went after certain members of the media. A lot of them. Do you know any? Uh, or have you got any written down? Well, one of my my favourites, King David King. He's he's had a fair dip, but no one really gives a shit what David King says. But oh, come on, he's the number one analysis bloke in the in the game. The mate. one that really got to me was. An absolute fucking shock jock moron that doesn't know shit about shit from his little Sydney That's hole. Like Ray Hadley has come out and blasted him. I quote Ray Hadley. He came back from his native island, went into a two-week quarantine, and then he broke just about every AFL rule they put in place in relation to isolation. Right. Um... <laughs> Then he's gone on to say... Does, hang, he, on, hang on, hang on, let me finish because he's dribbled more shit. He went to a home inspection with his partner. That was barred. Incorrect. Incorrect. You fuckwit. The protocol actually states if a player has to move house, they can go A, move house, B, have a look at home inspection. Um, what, these are these I, protocols that no I, one knows of, but somehow every fucking person in the media knew every single rule that he had broken. If I was at the, at the Bombers, or if I was from the Bombers, I'd be pretty fucking happy that he's going to open inspections. Can, it, may, it means he wants to buy a house and probably stick around. But um, He continues here. To my, <laughs> to my way of thinking, McKenna typifies the attitude of many Victorians. The rules don't apply to me, and hence we have what we have now. What do we have now, Hadley? We have a, uh, we have a guy that's false positive. We have a false positive. And now, now he's obviously going to do another test and they'll test it to see whether he's negative again. But yeah. we, we spoke about it on the weekend. This, this, well, he's a kid still. What is he, 25, 24? Been hung out to dry. Oh, he's been absolutely hung out to dry. But this is a kid that. Did not really want to come back to Australia. He went home, severely homesick, said, I don't want to come back. They, they convinced him to come back. And that back. was in the off-season. That, that was in the off-season. That was before the COVID shutdown. Goes back again when COVID went down. And from my understanding, he had a brother and a sister that lived here that had moved over to live with him. Yeah, right. I believe they went back to Ireland because of COVID. They're like, well, we better get home. Yep. He's had to come back for footy. So he's got no one now. So... 
He's in a, a foreign land. Yes, he has mates around the footy club, but that's all he's got. But one of the, one of the the home that he went to on the Friday night after his Friday test was the Billeted family or whatever it's they host call it, the host family. Yeah. When he first got drafted, like they're actually his Australian family. He hasn't, he hasn't gone out and partied and done anything. He's gone. I'm going to go see some people that probably make me feel a little less home, homesick. Some familiarity. Um, and you go into a place where it is essentially family to him. Um, All and these the experts. media have absolutely brutalised him, like he went out there licking fucking uh, poles or or going in and, and doing all sorts of shit to get infected. He went to the, the, the rallies and, and, and cheered and got infected. No, the guy was just trying to live the most quietest life you can possible as an AFL player. AFL players right now are being treated like uh, they're in jail. They're being told every minute of the day what they can and can't do. At some point you go, well, I'd like to go just see a family member. And yet there are a lot of other people out there, like you and me, that pretty much we're allowed to do pretty much what we want at the moment. Mainly because we're in South Australia. Uh-huh. Wouldn't That's age well, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> He's had a real hot dip. Why, why would you want to go to Adelaide? Well, guess what, mate? We can come to the fucking pub and have a beer right now. <laughs> what are you doing? You big-eared prick. <laughs> I know where I wouldn't want to go at the moment. Where? Oh, it might be Victoria. <laughs> well, this brings into... There was some big news that dropped today. Big news dropped today here in Adelaide. We can have crowds up to 25,000, believe it or not. Starting on when? Monday. Monday. So, 27,000, I think you'll find. 50% of the... Oh, fuck, we're going to argue over that, are we? Oh, get it right, mate. Yeah, fucking incorrect. We have two states now where they can have up to 50% of the crowd. Yep. And now we have another state in Brisbane that will probably open that up soon too. Yeah. And then you have two, one main state with all the teams there that you can't walk outside and breathe in fresh air at the <laughs> moment in Victoria. And they're still against maybe moving these Victorian teams. So you can do half the Victorian teams in WA, half the other Victorian teams in South Australia, and we can have proper games just being played constantly with crowds, and so the AFL can make money. Are we about to have the Players Association come out come out again and say they're against hubs now that there's Victorian clubs that will probably have to hub? Because of, it seemed to only be an issue when the Victorian clubs were going to have to hub. I know, yeah. Jeez, it's uh, I don't know. It's it. <laughs> I don't think it'll happen purely because it is still Victorian based. But hindsight would say let's get the let's get the Victorian teams out of there yep. to, to WA. Have a two week break. So everyone does their isolation periods that they have to do going yep. to, to WA and and WA so. government announced today that uh, when Fremantle and West Coast return, they don't have to hub. In a uh, don't have to isolate in a hotel; they can isolate at home. Which is, is that, does that mean they can potentially play each other during that isolation period? Don't know. Interesting. They come that'd, back and they'd clearly be having those conversations. Well, uh, this is where. Can you imagine you were in charge of the fixture right now? You would not be sleeping. You're like shit. How am I going to do this? How am I going to pull it together? Especially with the uh, judge, jury, and ex- executioners out uh, in the AFL media, uh, lining them boom. all up. <laughs> Do you know what I found uh, funny? So the moment that news broke, you had uh, Sarah Jones, Nick Rewall, and Jonathan Brown. Yep, pretty much covering the end of what game was it? St Kilda Collingwood, or was, no? It was before that game. So it was before that game when Gillen did his um, did his presser out the front of the MCG, yep. and he's finished the presser the presser, and it crosses back to them, and she said, "And the absolute, as shocking news, uh, astounding news of the positive COVID test. I'm sorry, but you're in a state where it's quite active there still. Yeah. Are you? It wasn't that shocking that eventually a player might test positive for it. And all their reopening and relaunching plans were." Made around, there is going to be a positive test. Yeah. Just fucking deal with it. So we can 
play some footy and we'll... What about Jared Healy last night? Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely hammering the the fact that the defenders were all training together and then they were like, well, the defenders kind of need to be in sync together. They can't train with the forwards or the mids because they don't do the same role. They have to be a, a unit. And he's, no, shouldn't have been done, now swapped out the whole back line. I can understand a bit of that reasoning, but at one point you've got to say, well, if we're going to get on with this job, let's get on with it properly. Um, <laughs> now Victorians, they can't they can't do contact training now. How would you be being a Victorian club? <laughs> um, it, no, but that's not Victorian. That's league-wide. That's brought in for the whole league. Yeah, because no one can have an advantage, remember? Oh, that's right, yeah. When... When WA when and suits. SA couldn't train, but the moment Victoria could and SA and WA couldn't train because they were quarantining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's unfair for everyone, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> and they, um, yeah. <coughs> they're, um. Are you going to talk or just say? I'm starting to get angry. <laughs> I'm starting to get angry thinking about uh, Sunday's delightful rendition of Circle Work again. This time, oh. the main act was with Gold the, Coast. Yeah. <laughs> with the tricolour cones. Uh, look. Um, I, now, I, before we get on to that, young Ned McHenry. There was a caller to the radio uh, Monday morning. No, Sunday afternoon. 5-0-0. Oh, pre the port game. And they were saying, oh, yeah, but there's some positive. There, there's some positive. Oh, actually, it was Monday afternoon. <laughs> Sorry. Monday afternoon, some callers to AA, and this middle-aged woman, what a shock that the Crows are portering it up, was a middle-aged woman. but <laughs> And and she said, oh, but there was some positives. I'm sick of hearing nothing neg- nothing but negatives in the media. There was some positives. Now, Will Hamill, sweet. Loved the way every good. time he grabbed the ball, he just ran. Could be a good debut. He yep. went out there, he went for the footy, he didn't shirk the issue. Um, then she said another positive was the get up and go of Ned McHenry. Now, I agree. He got a bit of get up and go. He's had a few. To quarter time, he had yeah. two possessions. It's all right for a first quarter, I suppose, for yeah. a kid. Yeah, and uh, and then he got moved into the midfield. And like two possessions in, in that quarter when it didn't get in our half. Yeah. Probably okay. He didn't have fucking possession after quarter time. <laughs> Uh, and this old dear thought and it was old, a positive. And old Janice from Blackwood thought yep. it was. A <laughs> um, and and the next step on from that, he ran thirteen or fourteen kilometres in the fucking match. And he had he had the biggest kilometre rating for the match. And he had two possessions. So his ratio to touches. <laughs> Six he was fucking doing some chasing, let me tell you. Six and a half to one. <laughs> oh, mate, sometimes you have one of those days. I never had any of those days. Now, I'm not... People are going to think that's me being critical of him. Maybe being critical of old Janice. Yeah. <laughs> but, Bring it up, saying, well done, son. Well, Maybe a few of the older blokes in the side can um, can learn how to run from, from Ned McHenry, maybe. Well, let, let, let's be real. It was always billed as a, a rebuild. Yep. Um, people like yourself and me probably didn't think we were <laughs> as bad as that. And I don't think well, a lot of crows people, but... Well, I reckon you, I was the only, and maybe you to a certain extent, the only two people in the world that didn't think we were, weren't going to be crap. Everyone said we were going to be crap. I've, I've, and now the knives are out because we're crap. It's like, we but, were both but pretty you said, coy at the start of the year. When but we you saw said we were going to be crap, everyone. But remember, we saw like, odds of... Four fifty to make the eight. Well, yeah, fucking bring that shit on. I went to cash out the other day. Tell you what, I have a, to pay them. But there's a few clubs that owe the Adelaide Football Club a lot of thanks at the moment. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, West Coast, Geelong, and Richmond, and there's probably others, but I'll just highlight them. They owe the Crows a lot of thanks because whilst we're so shit, the Pretty media aren't talking. The it. media aren't talking about them. Because West Coast is starting to get a light shined on them because they... Is that more about their attitude to fucking being away, though? You know what? People are quite critical of West Coast, but honestly, they, they've had to pack up and piss off six oh, yeah. hours away. And 
But like Will Schofield gave me the shits the other day. You got the shits with the AFL. He wants to know how long they're going to be there, mate. Your issue is with Mark McGowan. Ring your yeah. local, ring your local it's got member. Nothing to do with the AFL. Yeah, yeah. ring your local member. <laughs> for fuck's sake, vote, son, vote, vote for your local yeah. politician. But the like you said, the issues with um, with the premier and from what you said today, though, they've waned a bit and they can probably get back into the state. But uh, it's uh, I couldn't imagine having to get up and. You go to a hotel and you get a hotel beds. They're never, no matter which hotel you're in, they're never amazing. They're not your own bed. Correct. And they're, <laughs> they're, going, they're sleeping in this bed. They're not getting up and doing their normal routine, going down to the coffee shop or seeing family, friends, have a punt, surf, whatever they got to do. They literally just have to stay at this hotel and go do a bit of training. By the time game day comes around, you're probably mentally... Absolutely done, and then you got to go out there and perform. It's it's a huge task. Yeah. Port Adelaide just got there. Adelaide's just got there. We'll see how they're going in two weeks. So I don't think Adelaide's going to be in an absolutely amazing position. Y- but you Port. say Port and Crows just got there, and then, and I understand Port got there uh, Friday. Crows got there um, uh, Saturday. But Brad, uh, Brad, but Brad, but. Today, he's oh, was that Brad Ebert that did that tweet? No, not a tweet. Brad Ebert, um, he was put in front of the microphones today. He's got a milestone game coming up this week. One of his comments was, oh, it's been tough in the hub. They've been there four <laughs> fucking nights. <laughs> Mate, not sure it's... Oh. Well, you know how... Um... And it's easy for me to say. I'm going home to my own bed tonight. Well, what? this is this is what the people don't understand. You got players up there who are missing child, um, being with their kids, doing that that stuff. Yep. Like Brent Riley's uh, son just turned four, I think, yep. yesterday, and he he put up a post on Instagram. He was saying it's uh, like it's it's hard not being there for your birthday. I got to FaceTime you, and as a father, not being able to do that, and that, that's those little things that people go. Ah, Get paid shitloads of money. Well, it's not just players up and, there, and it's coaches, support staff. And as a father, well, what about the four year old? How's he meant to try and comprehend it? Yeah, exactly. Why isn't daddy on my birthday? Like, it's not as dramatic as we're probably making it out to be, but that's those little things that fans, media, everyone kind of forget when uh, these guys have to pack up their lives and piss off. And, and if I hear one more fucking ex army or serviceman go, well, I fucking. Imagine going to Afghanistan and doing a tour for, for six months. Didn't have to join the army, Didn't mate. have to do that. <laughs> or Thank, the, thanks, or the for your, thanks for your service, but... Uh, or but the fly-in, fly-out workers. You didn't have to. Oh, well, we'll try doing two weeks on, one week off. Once again, you chose that. And you're fully aware of the situation when you make that choice. So shut up. I've got a bit of sympathy for him, but... Was that? Well, a bit biased. Huh? Nah, I just think, fuck. Yeah. He took me out of my, my comfort zone and plunked me there and go, hey, perform. Why, now. Why, why, now. Why aren't you performing? Well, having, having got mistaken blowjob back home, I've got to, got to sit next to my teammate who farts all night and uh, <laughs> I don't want to be here. I want to be in my own comfort. You said before about people commenting about uh, Damon should have been awarded the points and... When you no, say pe- when you say people, it's well, just one Brad of the, Green. One of the ones that said it was Brad Green. Some of the dickheads on Facebook and Instagram are really starting to push the narrative, what? which is absolutely absurd. And uh, hold on, before you get to this, this is a good one. Some woman commented on there saying, "This is a disgrace. How are Essendon fourth? Melbourne should have the points." And right under, someone commented. Uh, even if uh, Melbourne did get the points, Essendon would still be fourth. <laughs> <laughs> because, they did, because Essendon fourth, but they didn't get any points for that game. So. <laughs> Fucking idiots. But uh, continue on your narrative, mate. All right. Brad Green took to Twitter. Melbourne should have been given four points and not subjected to play three games in a week, which I'm pretty sure all 18 clubs agree to if... We got into this situation. That's Correct. that's the rules. That's what's why we've been put into short quarters that no one yeah. likes and everything. 
If you can't field a team, you forfeit the points. It's all money-driven. Well, fucking hello, Captain, fucking obvious. It's all money-driven. I didn't think we were playing back, back playing footy because like, it was money-driven. This is a bloke that made very good money out of a substandard playing career, <laughs> right? And and he's been a assistant coach since retirement virtually. I think so. I, I think maybe not at the moment know. because uh, something horrible happened COVID in his life. Nine t- oh. No, he's, his wife passed away, so and he's got two two young kids. Oh well, shit, mate! Can you just cease bashing him then? No. <laughs> Jeez, you've, you've just set the scene and now you're going to have a go at him. Well, no, I'm having a go at his comment. Okay. Do, just do what, it then. Just because something the bad happens to someone makes them... Makes them Not susceptible you. to shit? Yeah. For an extent. For a little period of time, but okay, go on, rip the band-aid off. Have no, a go. You, it's about money. It's about money. Of course it's, it's about it's money. It's been about money <laughs> the entire fucking length of your playing career. Well, we would be playing if it wasn't for money. Like, Because if you're not playing, there's no income. Guess what? There's no footy to talk about, Brad. Tweets like Brad Green's tweet make my fucking head hurt. Simple as that. Which head? The one... Actually, I can't really say that. I was going to say the one with the brain in it, but... You're going to hate me for this. Oh, here we go. The, just before we've gone to air, which is we are recording live from the Maid of Auckland tonight. A lot of good beer specials. We've got uh, end of financial year bar specials here. Uh, $6 pints on your Super Dry, West End, all your favourites on tap. There's a plug. Any chance of getting some sponsors money? But I don't know. Maybe our sponsorship <laughs> we were having, has to go in and find some we, sponsors. We were having a chat with one of the one of the guys in the bar who's known you for a long time, and uh, he, hang on, he's, on. he's told a story which has made my eyes water in laughter and pain, and also gave me a bit of a pain in the in the groin region. At what age did you catch your Dick in a zipper <laughs> when your parents owned the pub in town. Um I would have been I would have been five or six, I reckon. Five or six, so yep. so <laughs> you've zipped it up and you've done the old zip over it and yeah, it's that's, yep. and yep. it's, it's hung, Im- hung out. Immediately regretted my decision. You've zipped it and done the old oh shit, what was oh what oh shit. How how long did you proceed to All right, not well, tell anyone that your half well, your cock was hanging through the front of your It didn't happen at the Southwark. It happened at, I reckon we were at a barbecue or something <laughs> of a bloke who worked for West End. Yeah. And, and how were you? Five, six. Yeah. And they had a swimming pool, been in the pool. And then... After, you know, obviously pulled some shorts back on after, but my jocks were wet, so I just put shorts on, no jocks, and to get in the car and go home. And I'd been in those shorts for a fair while before we left the party. So these are like denim shorts with a zipper on the front type. Yeah, and maybe I just had jeans on. I don't know whether it's shorts or jeans, but yeah. And uh, yeah, for a fair while, had the old fella caught in the zip. And uh, why didn't you? Why didn't you say, "Ow, mum, dad, fuck, my cock is caught in a zipper"? Help. Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe just a bit embarrassed of the stupidity, and so just put up with it for a while. How long? Oh, I don't. Well, I don't know. I was six did, or seven. Did I you can't roll? Remember did you roll into another day? No, I believe it was sorted out that afternoon. <laughs> Troy put a bit of <laughs> Troy put a bit of mayo on it. There. Put a bit of mayo on yeah. that story. I like. I his think he said four days at one point, but, but it um, it was definitely hours. <laughs> and did you speak to mum and dad, or um, did, no, did, did, did what? I think I went. To, I went to my sister Louisa and said uh, I got a bit of a problem here, and then she went and told mum or dad. <laughs> and she imagine imagine her thought when you've come up. 
and your cock's caught in your zip and she's like, ah, I'm the last person you should be trying to get help from because I don't have a cock. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to reverse that zip. Yeah. And not me finest day. Well, <laughs> my eyes were watering in laughter. That just reminded me of uh, something about Mary. Uh, ask, ask Robin about How'd you get the beans above the front? He was masturbating. <laughs> You can ask Robin about it the next time you see her. I will. The funny the funny Mrs. Hurley. Uh, so we'll see what next one-liner she has next time she comes in. <laughs> but uh, there, there was pain all around this week, not just your scrotum, but uh, <laughs> there was a lot of... It wasn't uh, this week. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was about 35 years ago. <laughs> it wasn't this decade. <laughs> but speaking of pain, there was there's one man that's been in a bit of pain. Some people say pain. Some people say in a spotlight and other people say he's just fed up with the crap from the media and he's going, well, fuck it, I'm going to put it all on the line and, and say it how it is and defend my club. The big Rupert. Oh, Rupert. The big Rupert. Mark Rusciutio has gone whack, whack, now, whack, whack. whack. He's he's like that, that guy that's walked in the pub and gone, right, who wants to go? And he's belted everyone. It's going to come as a massive shock to people that, and I'm sure that going to cop it from a few that, oh, yeah, of course you'd defend him. But I've yet to hear him say something that I've got an issue with. No, me neither. And people saying, oh, but he released what those players were on. No, he released what those players said. That's how much it cost for them yeah. to re-sign with Adelaide. Rupert's got... When a player leaves, you don't get a, a leaving notice saying, I've left and gone to Melbourne for $824,000 a year. He's just gone, well, this is what they wanted. Oh, and left us. And weren't the rippers out? I uh, read uh, something this morning. Um, Adelaide could have done with McGovern, who kicked two. Eddie, who kicked two. Some, uh, Keith, out, Keith one. kicked one. Sorry. And there was a four. Oh, Charlie Cameron. What did he end up with? One, but anyway, two. the four of those players kicked more than the Crows did on the weekend. Yep. Is, Guess what? If those four had played for Adelaide, Adelaide would have fucking lost. <laughs> Adelaide was still fucking lost. Wouldn't have got fucking close to him. Did you watch the fucking game? Those four wouldn't have changed the result. Isn't it? Just, I, I never thought I'd watch a Gold Coast game. And every time you play the Gold Coast since they their inception, I would chalk that down for a win. GWS for the first few years, but then you're like, oh, no, it's a good game. But Gold Coast was always a... Pencil in for a win. Not only did I not think well, it was the be first time we lost to him. I know. I not only did I think it'd be a loss, but we copped it absolutely belting. And we were were the the last team, the last team in the league to have lost to him. I believe we were the last man standing, were we? Yep. Well, I think in saying that I say yep. Yeah, I think that's right. We both watched the game. Mm. We both made a silly decision at halftime, or maybe. <laughs> Maybe some of us got lucky. Though. Some of us, some of us got lucky and saw the twenty-six to one odds at halftime and thought we'll have a nibble. Uh, and saying someone got lucky, you got lucky where your your bet was void and you didn't need to get on. And I, uh, I actually uh, got on. Um, so it's uh, it was a bit of a uh, bit of a downward spiral from there. But either the main issue, uh, main issue, I think uh, with Adelaide at the moment is go. Go. Uh, What's the main issue, mate? Oh, because <laughs> I can't pick it. <laughs> it's it. It's above my pay grade. Is it selection? Is it positional? Yes. Is it, yes. Uh, you can't knock a game plan because it's it's been in rotation for two two games, and then we had a big break. Yeah, and uh, one game, a big break, and two you, games. You got to get the footy to try and execute the game plan. Right. But the, the this side, the side that just lost to Sydney, is wasn't exactly the most amazing outfit, like the way they played. But that side that played Sydney is a complete distant memory to the side that's played the last two weeks. You know what? It was still memory, competitive footy. Yeah, because sixteen <laughs> fucking weeks ago, mate. You're a fucking comedian. What I mean, what I'm saying is. The difference between the the two the two sides is 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 polar opposite. There was there was still at least some competitiveness in uh, in that Sydney side. The last two have not even given a yelp. 
the we've got oh, we've got bloody not much to go back on because allegedly the reserves game against um, the Gold Coast that they didn't keep scoring we got flogged, but. Someone kept scores. I want to find out. I want to find out what those scores were. There's, well, for two weeks now, I don't understand why Billy Frampton's not in the side. And um, he, he's not exactly sitting there getting uh, match fitness playing Sandful or anything either. And people say, yeah, it's good to get some youngsters in the side. And I know so many Crow supporters bag the hell out of your man Cardigan. But I like Cardigan. Oh, you seem to rip well, into him. The only reason bit. we called him Cardigan is because we were down at South versus Crows South versus Crows last year. And he had a cardigan. And no no, he used to play for South. So oh. he's playing in the Crows resis against South and all the South Past players, Hill. We're getting into a Ah, fucking cardigan. And I was like, oh, cardigan. <laughs> I don't mind that. Don't right. mind the cardigan. But for a guy who's a solid defender, he actually probably has more speed than Tali. Uh, well, <laughs> mate, you'd need to have more speed than Talia. Like, like, is Harding an injured? Um, I don't know. He's got a black eye. <laughs> Frampton's the one. They, they they recruit him in as a forward, as a rotating ruckman. And once again, watching Taylor Walker in the ruck was hard to watch because he's not a ruckman. He never was, he never has. All he ever did was maybe up forward, do well, the According old to Gary Lyon, he's only a half-forward flanker. <laughs> oh, <right>. Playing in <laughs> key position that he's not... So you've got two guys playing key positions that they're, they're not... Half-forward uh, flankers they're and half they're playing, flankers. playing key position and ruck. It's like... Yeah, both. I think they're both six foot three or four. Like well, get, Gary thinks they're six footers. Walker is a full forward. Why do? Why does everyone keep trying to make him centre forward? He's not mobile enough. He's not quick enough. He's he, he ever since he did Just his get knee, him in the, get him in he the can't square. Jump. Say can't right, turn. mate. See that fifty meter arc? That's your zone. Don't go out it. Do, do Pagan's paddock. Do whatever. Yeah. Just leave him in that goal square. Give him the whole arc, and put it out in front of him. And then you got. Tyson Stengel when he's back, or even Shane McCadden can be that pressure forward that he's going to crumb everything he drops. McCadden will play this week. I hope so. Shane, no. Definitely. One of, play one, of this our, week. one of our Scotch College uh, uh, Div 2, Scotch College Old Collegians, obviously uh, came out with us to get an entry back into Sturt, and uh, now the Crows. That will make my year to see Shane play. Um, will play this week. He's called it. Well, they're all up there in the hub, so they're, they're making changes. They definitely need something up forward, uh, but the, the main thing they need is they need something in the midfield too. Yep. Rory Sloan, I hate get to him say out, it, get him he, out of the guts. He didn't look, he didn't look like the Sloan of even round one against Sydney. Sloan played well in that game. And what did Sloan do round two? He, uh, was it shoulder. What was the? Oh, he got injured against Port. Yeah, yeah, he was out from what half time onwards. Yeah, give or take. And then you got. Look, I don't. I, I don't want to knock the Crouch brothers because I, I rate them, but it's not working. They want to get there. Want to improve because there's nothing I saw uh, Sunday to give me any confidence well, that they should be in the side. If Crouch does take up free agency and Adelaide do finish bottom, they'll probably get a top five compensation pick as well. Yep. So. Whether we could have traded for a top five pick for him, I don't know. But, well, I'm not going to say that. You'd want to start improving for someone to give yeah. him a decent pay packet for well, next year, though. It's, I don't know what you do. What, what, would you, what would you do with him? You keep Matt or Brad? Or do you lose both of them? One goes, they both go. Well, oh. Matt's, Matt's contracted, so. And I don't reckon, I, I don't know, but... Any time, I know they're obviously spending an incredible amount of time with each other. This is the thing. This is where people go, oh, no, they're not that. If one goes, the other won't care. Those guys are as tight as a nun's nasty. Yeah. They are very tight. Oh, uh, they're proper best mates. They, they go everywhere together. They're, doing, yeah. they're best mates. They've grown up together. If one of them goes, mate, I'm going back to St Kilda or I'm taking up an offer with Essendon, I don't think the other one would be too far behind. 
and that's just me not 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 knowing them. That's just me as a brother, as tight as they are, going well, fuck, I'll head off. But at the moment, having both in the midfield at the same time was it working last year? I don't know. Um, but this this crow side, I've always not- thought it can work because they're so different as players. Like Matt's clearly the accumulator, just loves getting it. Not sure whether she'd be allowed to kick or not. But <laughs> Brad's your contested footy winner. And and he goes like he's a burst player. Like they're completely maybe, maybe that's where it's wrong. You have those two in the middle and then you need a speedy midfielder to go in yep. there with him as well. Whereas Sloan probably at almost thirty, isn't that anymore? What is he, twenty nine? Um maybe you've got to now groom your Chase Jones, your McHenry or um Put someone else in there, Rory Laird, instead of off the back flank. He's got some pace. Yeah. Put him on the ball. I don't Laird know. Laird is an interesting one. It could be the worst twenty-four possession game I've ever seen him play. How so? Oh, he was just out of sorts. Like he just didn't. You know, he gets the ball, and you're just confident that he's got the ball. Something will, something will happen. Yeah. With him getting the ball, he hit a target or yeah, he just. Well, the thing is, it's, it's all... Now, and that's not a knock on him. Everyone deserves to have a bad one because he's been pretty good for a mm. bloody long while. But uh, just nothing he did gave me... Like he, and he seemed even angry with himself at times of little things that happened. Well, but when, you're, when you're losing and yeah, you're again, and not, getting, getting flogged... Getting flogged by the cellar dwellers of, of last year by a bunch of kids, you go... You can imagine the feeling you're running around out there going, fuck this. <laughs> um, but this is, you know what, this is the biggest problem with Adelaide supporters, right? I, <laughs> I thought, I may have just <laughs> roared out my throat while I was mid-talking. What I can't, uh, what annoys me is Adelaide supporters, well, I'm, I'm realistic that we are, we're rebuilding, we've cleaned out the list. There's going to be another clean out this year, which is probably... Uh, there's a few players that'll be gone. Some some big names that'll probably be gone. Bryce Gibbs, if he's not like Gary Lyon said, first I agree with him. He said if he can't make this crow side, what is wrong? He's never he's done. His career's over. Oh. And that hurts me because I loved it when we got Gibbs because of how good he was. And his first year was well, good here. What what's he done wrong? I I don't know. Uh, he can't find the footy. I know he, as you, as you get older, it's harder to find that footy, um, especially in the type of footy it is today. You can't just run loose off half back anymore. But like is he if Gibbs goes, who knows how Texas the rest of the year goes? If he's struggling, do we have a problem with our list makeup when we've got Smithy, um, Seedsman, Bryce Gibbs? Three of the same type player, you mean? Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. identical for me. Like, like they're bigger, bigger mid, midfielder. Well, hold on, so, I'm sorry to say slowest, but Seedsman and Smith are probably our two fastest players. <laughs> I'd take that back. But uh, yeah, but and they just seem we seem to have a lot of the same. Mm. It's a bit bit like the um, Greenwood thing. Well, you can't have Greenwood. Oh, I thought last year... And Rue was bang on with that comment. Because we're and getting, I thought we're last getting, year we had... We're getting barrage because we've we're, got a we slow had Ella, midfield. We had Ellis and he was showing a bit last year, right? But And and best of British to him that he got the contract he did at Brisbane because he deserved something. Not much had gone right for him during his career at Adelaide. No. Every time he cemented his spot, he got injured or something like... Something always went, went pear-shaped and not necessarily through any fault of his own or anything, but... But we had him, Greenwood, um, oh, Andy Otten, or but he's a completely different type of player. But but we had these one-paced mm. midfielders. Do you know like, who actually? Like, like Greenwood was great the other night, and and like Root said, but if you were younger and quicker, you might have got more of the pill. And <laughs> that's just a throwaway lines. I think it's pretty funny, but I think but, they were just baiting each other. Yeah. I liked it. I don't, but I the, took from that straight up that their relationship wasn't all that bad. But then you get, you, once again, 
Caroline Wilson, everyone has come out and smashed Rue for it, saying doesn't look good. You're She's not even on Twitter. <laughs> so well, if you're not on Twitter, you, do you have the right to comment? She does on a Monday. She does on a Monday night speak her mind about everyone she fucking hates and everyone in this league that is really shit. The first lady of footy. First lady, give me a fucking spell. She, look, some things I actually agree with her, but she's just one of those fear-mongering, um, never writes a good story, always doom and gloom. And we need to have a chat to, to we need to have a chat to Triggy and ask him what he did when he went to Kelton because she hated him when he was out of like <laughs> and all of a sudden thought he was God's gift the when king. he when he went to the Blues. The king. Hey. Well, we've uh, badgered on about Adelaide for a bit. There's another Adelaide side that, um, well, they're top of the ladder. Does irk me. I must, I might have missed that. Who, who's that? Port. The Great Unwashed. What do you mean? Well, I don't get the Great Unwashed. Oh, it's just a thing that fires up a couple of Port supporters, I know. Well, they are top. They've got a... Playing okay footy. And they got West Coast. If, if they beat West Coast... Wonder if they'll all have the <laughs> massive are in all sorts. Oh, do you reckon they'll have the massive all have the massive thrifty render car logo on the shorts this week? So we spotted two players, Ebert and Bokey. Yep. Their thrifty logo was bigger than everyone's. Yep. I think some were wearing last year's shorts and some were in this year's shorts. Could have been a bit of a mix up getting it all up to the Gold Coast. And what's the other bloke? Uh da, 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 young fella. Was number 13, now he's number four. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that's our biggest uh, talking point. Todd Marshall. Is the shorts. He had he had the thrifty billboard on the side of the shorts too. <laughs> but they're playing good footy. And that, you know what they're doing? They're doing what? Um, getting the pill? Well, getting the pill, but they're pace. Oh, it's good pace. They're, and watching, because that game was on after Adelaide, of course, like a couple <laughs> of hours later, the stark difference in, in sides... You know, Port supporters—they've had—they've had a pretty good week, haven't they? Oh, you know, Crows have played the curtain raiser, and then they've which gone which they just love that that we were playing, playing the curtain raiser. They're yeah, on they've, top. They've gone up. To we're the on, we're on bottom. But they've all gone under the Gold Coast. Should be nice sunny conditions. It's pissed down. <laughs> it's pissed down between games, and it's it's like a bar of soap. Oh, I so, heard, about, so, heard someone from Port Adelaide said, "Oh yeah, we brought the weather with us. How good are we?" <laughs> What about um, old rookie coach, Fremantle coach? Um, yep. Troy Longmuir. Uh, so he admitted the other night, and I thought Robbo threw it out there as a bit of a throwaway joke line. So we're hearing that you're training you, with. You thought Robbo was with, drunk? With oil. Oil on the footies, too. No, not oil. What? Um, dishwashing liquid. Oh, fuck. Same thing. Well, it's a bit different, but okay. <laughs> well, I drink dishwashing liquid. Um, you drink <laughs> dishwashing liquid, but but you don't drink oil. But anyway, the dishwashing liquid was rubbed on the footies to get them used to playing with a slippery ball. Now, <laughs> I've never heard of that. Oh, From I have. At an AFL level. Oh, yeah, I've never heard of it at that level. But I would have thought, I would have thought at that level... Can you talk yeah. instead of having a photo with, Sorry. You, with your fucking groupies, mate? <laughs> I would have thought at that level, if you use some new pills, they're pretty slippery anyway. Well, just train. I don't know. Oh, I find it funny. Just Why don't you just train? And if it gets wet, you just... Poor old Troy Longmuir. He must have, uh, must have been struggling too. He must have got a fair old whack taken out of the... Joe Longmuir was sitting there. He was weighing up between Adelaide and Frio. <laughs> He's like, well, I was damned if I do, damned if I don't. Uh, I think he dodged a bullet. But the poor bloke had a cord on his headphones. That's how much he's struggling. (laughs) How much of his wage got taken? He's still got a cord on his headphones. What a plan. I found six dickhead. uh, He's got a baptism of fire. He hasn't been belted in any games. He hasn't been belted like Adelaide, but he he is zipping three. But Mm. everyone tipped Freya for the spoon. Well, I think that's been revised. <laughs> this is what leads me into something, though. Where Adelaide, can I get a bet on that Adelaide won't 
if tell you what, any anyone listening to this, if if you reckon Adelaide are gonna win the spoon, send us a message on Facebook or something. I'm happy to have a bet with you. So I'm happy to back that we don't win the spoon. Ooh. So you're backing Adelaide to finish yeah. above bottom. And I want fucking odds too. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to follow you because I don't know where we're going to be. I don't know what we can crawl out of. But last time Adelaide was zipping three. Oh, Rupert again. Enter Rupert. Enter Rupert. So I think it was 2001 maybe. Should have been charged with attempted murder. <laughs> Poor <laughs> old fat guts Whitnell. <laughs> 2001 against Carlton. It's fucking pissing down. At Princess Park. And uh, he's come out at the first bounce. He's taken out. He's tried to take out old, a lap and tried Mo- to take Mo- out. Moo Gary Ayres in the coach's box. Yeah, and he has lined up Whitnell. And he's absolutely poleaxed him and done the old lift up, follow through on the arm. And he's, he's what about continued the clothesline? He's, he's just gone, I'm going to fuck everyone up that I go near. Not fuck only that. everyone up. He tried to kill Whitnell three fucking <laughs> times. And then he's gone and bo- booted four of the best goals. Oh. And uh, literally dragged Adelaide over the line, and that uh, that is that goal that he kicked, and he just put the fist in the air. Who out of Adelaide's side could do a Rupert um, drag and drag Adelaide out of the doldrums this weekend? That's that. You know what? Tex. Oh, the Tex, and he could kick a bag. There's no enforcer in Adelaide, is there? Like what Rue was. Everyone kind of had a. Like North Melbourne had Glen Archer, you had Brisbane had the the Scott brothers or Chris Johnson, uh, Port had Damien Hardwick, Josh Carr. I reckon if there's anyone in the side, could be the bloke that's wearing Rue wearing Rue's number. The fog. Well, I don't reckon I'd want to get hit by him. Put him in the midfield. Get him on the ball. We do want that. Him on. Is he fit enough? Who knows? Get the camp, get the kid fit. <laughs> get the kid fit this year. So, mate, Fog, you're going to be swapping on the ball. Run. Look, Run. I'm happy to mix the team sheet up as much as anyone wants. Just just change it up. Magnets. Just throw the magnets in the air. Yep. See where they land. See how it goes. Look, and I don't care how ridiculous any suggestion is. Because clearly what we're doing now, like it could not be worse than, than what we saw Sunday. Let's take it back uh, to Connor McCounter. Um, now that he's not positive, yep. how many more non-positive tests does he need to give this week to A, be able to play? Um, or are the league going to give him a one-man suspension for... Uh, some sort of protocols that we have not been confirmed. Well, getting back to your man, man Ray Hadley, <laughs> the um, the bloody uh, a guy that should just stick to arguing with Carl fucking on uh, on Sun on the Today Show <laughs> instead of commenting about well, the greatest game of the world. What did he say? He can't um, ban uh, home inspections. Were banned? Is that true? From what I've heard, no. So. What's he going on about? Who knows? He's a fuckwit. When have you ever sat there and Ray Hadley said something and gone, oh, you are bang on, Ray. I must you admit. Are, you're, you're, you're on point there, son. I must son. admit, when you brought him up, I couldn't work out who Ray Hadley was. Just prior. And then as soon as I saw his picture, I was like, oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> who Ray Hadley is. Real pleasant fella. That pelican. Well, there's a big, there's a big, there's a couple of big games. So, have you seen Essendon's run for the next uh, the next few games? So they were meant to have played Melbourne, Collingwood this week, Collingwood, and I think then they play no Carlton. Sorry, they play Carlton this week, and then Collingwood, then Richmond. So they've just gone bang, 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 bang with all your block blockbuster games, no crowds. So. Um, yeah, big big week of footy oh, coming so up. So yeah, Carlton, Collingwood. What did you say, Richmond? You reckon? Is it Richmond after? Um, well, we only go up to round five. That's right. We have to guess the rest of the year, don't we? No, we don't have to guess. 
But I think they were going to. I think they were going to talk it. Uh, they were releasing it sometime this week, which I doubt whether that'll be released this week. Well, they've already said it was meant to be released on Sunday, wasn't it? They've already said nope. They had big fish to fry. We've got a conundrum. Well, conundrum's gone, so fix it. But uh, Adelaide and Port, after their games, will be coming home. I'd gather. Yeah, you'd expect so. Interesting. Are you going to enter the ballot? Do you enter the ballot or do you just get automatically entered the ballot to go to any Crows games at Adelaide um, Oval? I would assume there the ballot would be on people that have, have uh, given 100% of their ticket will be the first ballot, I would say so. Probably fair. <laughs> um. Which you have, obviously. Yeah. I was in a position where I'd already paid for it. So... <laughs> Can't get a refund. Well, I, I was in... I, I'd already paid for it, so it was already gone. It, it wasn't in any budgeting or anything. It was... So that was why I... How, how do you see clubs um, of the likes of someone like GWS right now? Who... I reckon be... I reckon people... That uh, non GWS supporters should be buying GWS memberships if they want to go to grand finals. Yeah, they're not going to go to this year's grand final being a GWS. But supporter, I mean, but it, they were struggling to get members as is. Yep. Then you got COVID that comes along, and whatever members you may have had have all of a sudden stopped paying. Yep. Any groundwork that Gold Coast GWS had made, they're almost back at square one right now. Yeah. yeah. With um, the. With the established clubs, it's a lot easier to, to, to get back. But West Coast, the West Coast are almost sitting there giving out loans to other clubs. That much money, it's not funny. <laughs> uh, sorry, you're right there, Western Bulldogs. Would you like a couple of million? Oh, don't even pay it back. We've got enough money to uh, fund the whole AFL. Yeah, I hope that's an exaggeration. They they have got money coming out their ass. Really? Yeah. I knew that would go. Richest club in the land by more. Yeah, right. So they, they could possibly help these lower sides, but yeah. It's uh it's gonna see it's gonna be interesting to see how they all recover. I reckon but the Gold Coast are, I think Gold Coast are probably in a better position than GWS. Even though they've just made a grand final last year. Yeah. Oh, has uh, but for the first time in their club's history, they've got they've got a future. Speaking of grand finals, yes, I've banged on to you about I, I love Matty Lloyd. I love Lloyd. I love Lordo. I love him on the Sunday Footy Show. I love him on the Footy Classified, and on the radio, I could listen to him talk. But he's made the most outlandish comment today. He said, "In a month or two. He said, in a month's time, Brandon Ellis will be closer to winning a flag, could, could be closer to winning a flag with Gold Coast than he was if he stayed at Richmond. Um, Pump the brakes. It's a silly statement. <laughs> You've gone um, from reigning Premier to Wooden Spooner and after three games you're saying he's in a better position to can, win a flag. Can Richmond win next year's flag? Next year's? Yeah. Well, they're not winning this year's. I already said that last week, mate. Come on, keep you up. called it. Oh, I don't think Richmond... And does. just quietly, I called it and you boo-hooed me. Oh, I don't think... What happened to the Tiggers last week? Yeah, they're poop, mate. Poop, 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 poop in the toilet. I'm not saying that they're um, the anyway, best in the club, um, but... It's a silly statement, but... Um, well... Have they got a good coach? Who? GC seventeen. Gold Stewie. Coast. Gold Coast seventeen. Gold Coast Suns. The big Dewey. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah. I reckon he goes all right. I think he's gone up there, and the list he had to do was probably was already a couple of years behind. Yep. Now he's got these kids, and I don't know. I'm not going to go the early roost on Gold Coast. That, Last uh, year they were saying they and were they three rounds, and, and they recruited. The right type of blokes, the Brandon Alice types. So yeah. Blokes that can play footy and 
They've recruited better than what they did when they first went up there. Correct. <laughs> Cracker, Bock, yeah. Fraser. Harbrow is the only original member, is he not? Did Harbrow go out there as an original Goldie? Yeah. I reckon he'd be the only one left, wouldn't he? Yeah, because Adelaide and the Bulldogs were the only two clubs that gave up a player to both expansion sides. Well, that's a random little stat there, Rain Man. You're talking about Davis and Bock for the Crows, and yeah. they would be Callan Ward and Harbrow. Yep. How's that off the top of my head? It's all right for you. Who's the fucking Rain Man now, mate? Yeah, well, that's okay. Correct. Well, big week of footy lined up, but um, let's hope we can have a controversy free week and just. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> mate, we could be. St- Adelaide could be zipping five. After the uh, Adelaide win this week, who are they playing? Frio? No, Brisbane. Isn't it? Oh shit! Brisbane. Brisbane. If, great, that's all we need. We'll just have Charlie Cameron kick seven, and that'll kickstart Rue again. And <laughs> yep, Brisbane. Brisbane. Twelve thirty-five Sunday. Well, Adelaide win this week. What are the odds? I reckon. Um, should we double down on last week's bet? Yeah, why not? So. Uh, now this is, I can only see this on, um, I can only see this on me phone. So, oh, hang on, I'll, I'll look on the, look on the tab app. Support your local pub and because use that, the tab facility. Download the tab app at tab.com.au. Get on the tappies. Four eighty, the crows. Only four eighty. Four dollars eighty. Oh fuck! Saving for sevens. Would have had a nibble. But. Um, what do you think of broadcasting tonight from your pub, the Publicans Pub, well, it seems the Maid a bit of Auckland? We had a crowd before. Now we've just yeah. got the solitary Jimmy there yeah. uh, having a Guinness and uh, doing the rosters again for the fifteenth time. And love your shows. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Total podcast. Fuck. Oh, it's um, this fucking crowd. They don't know when to shut up. But the um. I'll keep saying Adelaide will win this week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying it because one day I'm going to be right. Should we play the... the, the and dub- I don't care if it takes me four years to be right. Should we play the double-double game? Yeah, why not? So whatever bet we did last week, you double it. And lose, you double it again. To the point where you've got Ooh. 20 grand on them at eight to one. And cha-ching. I don't think I'm capable of playing the double-double game. Cause oh, I'm very... <laughs> Unless, unless, unless we started a very low we figure for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> if we started a dollar, I could keep playing. Yeah, but a week four, we're at eight bucks. Well, right? to to recap this week, we've had COVID scare. We've had COVID co- redemption. COVID redemption. We've had Rupert going. Well, actually, whack, is whack. it redemption yet? Can you imagine this day? Let's do a test like in two days, like. Actually, oh, no, he's got it again. He's got it again. So he didn't have any dinner. Does that mean you'd have to apologise to Ray Hadley? Fuck that prick, no. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to go back to Connor. I nearly called him McGregor again. <laughs> Bird at work said, You keep talking about Connor McGregor. I said, No, Connor McKenna. <laughs> There's a difference. One's a billionaire, <laughs> the other one is now could be, could have been jobless if yeah. it wasn't for this test. It, Nearly the most famous AFL player in the country <laughs> in the last two days. Yeah. All the vision they were showing of him oh, yeah. spitting, doing the bushy blow. Like, why do they keep showing that? Because it's people watching. Yeah, but every fucking player haven't not seen footage of one other player in the AFL doing it. Like, I was about five minutes ago. Like, yeah. like I was um, cleaning off your floor, but. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> Um, Nat, it's, it's, Fo- it's, it's Nat what, Fife Yeah He's a continual Licker of his fingers James Heard was the King finger licker Yeah He would like, sprint off the lead And at the same time a little, a little, and, and even a dud like me Even a dud like me I get why they do it But Surely that's Is that just as bad as As a bushy boy You gotta clear the sinuses out <laughs> When you're When you're running It's hard yeah. to breathe <laughs> You're right, choked, mate. Nearly choked on an oyster. <laughs> In any sport, especially outdoor sport, when you're running, there's nothing worse than the 
the sticky saliva you get and you've got to get it out somewhere. You can't just swallow it because you're parched. Like that oyster that you had last night. Actually, could I just say congratulations on being able to record this tonight? Because I thought last night, I thought, man down. This bloke's not talking into a microphone this week. <laughs> the guys at work laugh because I likened myself to the the pimply, oily kid at the uh, burger joint in The Simpsons. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Simpson. Here's your taco. Like, I, I was that lad, bad last and night. And Tommy Liberatore got, got that lad on his... Uh, got that Did he? Character tattooed on him. I didn't see that. Oh, we didn't speak of GWS's attempt to... Uh, Rough the, up the Bulldogs. The mind games follow, followed big, by the... Big backfire. <laughs> like, <laughs> didn't didn't go to plan. Did not go to plan. Maybe if you try to get the pill rather than the bond. Like, they gave away 129 free kicks in the first five minutes. Like, they hard at the footy. They probably would have won the game. Yeah, just be hard at the footy. Yeah. Tackle hard, but they were too busy doing... Uh, if If Port versus Brisbane last year... Didn't uh, didn't set the standard for other clubs. We're going. We're getting a target a player, and we're all going to go at him all game. When Brisbane were like, hey, no worries, oh. we'll have a hundred possessions while yeah. you're all having a go at Lockie Neal. They were eight goals to yeah, one I at f- quarter time. I forgot about GWS that. GWS is going to do the same thing, and the exact same results happen. So, yeah. um, if you target one guy with the whole side, it's there's uh, seventeen out- others out of the field that just go, oh well, heats off me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a nil. I'll, I'll get a few touches here. So, but uh, it's been a big week. I can't help but think there was a few that got away with it this week. Who? Oh, a few that should have faced our wrath, but they we failed to mention them. Who? Oh, I can't think of them. This is it. When we're, we've come into this heated about the you know, about Connor COVID, that's what we might call it, the Connor COVID saga. Yeah. Um. Probably swayed from a few other topics we had lined up, but I, uh, I finally agreed with something the Players Association CEO said. What did he say? Well, he said that the way it's been reported this week, clearly there hasn't been much care for Connor's health or well-being. Of course not. That doesn't it's, sell papers. It's fine, <laughs> but but finally that prick said something that uh, most of the general public would agree with. Well, you, He's a, a fucking lightweight. That bloke. You're not a fan. No. Well, the way he handled the 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 eight percent pay cut they they took, eight percent, yeah, eight percent, twenty percent, no, eight percent. They said they were taking Sorry, 50. fifty. Said they were taking fifty, weeks. but it was for six or eight weeks, which made it eight eight percent. Well, is it back on the agenda? The well, hubs, the hubs. It will be. It has to be. No, but no, the players' association going no, no hubs. Well, you're going to struggle to play there. Vic- Victorian no, teams having to hub, the Players Association will be up in arms again. Gonna, if interstate clubs go into Victoria, they can't come back out at the moment. Not in SA, not at all. They can come back out, but they're going to have to sit on the pine for a bit. Yeah. Two weeks for everyone. be interesting to see how it's going to play out for the Melbourne clubs and where they go. Hmm. Well, what do you reckon, mate? Call it? I reckon we call it, Lukey. Yeah, we can to go to bed and... Have a little snooze. It's been a big night. Well played. Uh, we're gonna Thanks, folks. You. We're going to leave you with one of uh, Danny's favourite songs, something that gets him up in the morning, gets him revved up. This, this will be good. Oh. Uh, I heard you say earlier to someone that, uh, that it's all about, um, it's all my choices for these out tracks. Good night, folks. Thanks, folks. Love your work. It goes electric, wavy when I turn it on. Off from my city, off from my home. We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off of it. Moving so phenomenally. Boom on like the way we rock it. So don't stop. you
Thanks, folks.